Jacob, there's two things I love in this world. Good content and good clothes. And Elite Sports is helping us do both of them. Not only do they help support the podcast, but they have really cool gear for local Bobcats. They're developing these athletes' own brand. And, you know, every time you make a purchase over there, you put money right back in the student-athletes' pockets. It's a pretty sick business model. It's a great business model. NIL is really helping these athletes. You can use code SQUARE right now on Elite Sports to buy all of your favorite Texas State athlete gear and help support the podcast. Help support the podcast. Help support the Bobcats. Bobcast? Question mark? Oh. Elite Sports. Use uh, code SQUARE. Tired of winning the tailgate but losing the games? We can't help that. But we can tell you what the hell is up with each team and what's going on across sunny San Marcos. Texas State fans, get on your feet. You're listening to Squaring Around with Jacob Rodriguez and Andrew Zimmel. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Squaring Around, mailbag edition this week with me and Zim. Uh, I'm in the valley right now, so that's what this setup is behind me. I'm in my childhood bedroom. If you're in the valley and I'm in North Dakota, I think this is the furthest we physically have ever been away from each other. I think you're right. Right? And it hurts my heart. Makes me stronger. Love make, uh, what is it? The, uh, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to go through, I guess, some stuff that we got. I'm going to start kind of at the bottom. And then just kind of go into it. Okay. This is from our boy, 3CC. He follows us on Twitter, too. Uh, every football season, I'm ready to get hurt. I just felt like we get our hopes up all the time. This is from our YouTube. Yeah. I mean, you know. Okay. So is there a question in there? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Every football season, I get ready to get my heart broke. I, I understand. I understand 3CC. I, too, like to get my heart broke. And that's why I go after 10 out of 10s on the dance floor. I always go home with uh, sore feet with uh, any women. So me and you and the Texas State Bobcats, we we all have had our heart broken all the time. These are from uh, that third Republic of Football podcast episode we did. So that's like, um, I get that was our spring game preview show that we had. So mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody's expectations are through the roof right now with everybody's signing. And that's what some of the most of these are on our YouTube is reacting to that stuff. Uh, again, this is from the same episode uh, from at comply that's kind of a sick username <laughs> that's pretty good you got you get that one pretty early good. yeah you got <laughs> he was like the early adopter of youtube lane's already taken so much from the bobcat fans at the least he can do is sign a, the jersey with a patch shout out comply <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that that's true for the fans at home i was on ebay because i do uh shopping uh therapy and uh, I was on eBay and I was looking for Texas State gear that, you know, former athletes might sell online. And I ran across a vintage now Lane Hatcher jersey and I sent it to Jacob and I made fun of it on Twitter. And Jacob said, you know what? Somebody's got to buy this thing because it can't go to a UTSA fan to burn. Lane Hatcher, give us the uh, Lane Hatcher. Give us your P.O. box. We will send it. We'll get it signed and we'll give it back. And then uh, Jacob can hang it on his wall. Yeah, then it'll be a Lane real Hatcher jersey. jersey. Yeah. If you have a sunbelt patch, throw it in for me, too. I'll throw that on. (laughs) (laughs) I'll throw in the postage. Yeah, I'll pay for for shipping if Lane agrees. That's true. It it is the least he could do. 
He uh, he got our hopes up, and then he he dipped out early. So if he can't sign Jacob's jersey, I don't know what the deal is. From our guy, comply. Uh, <laughs> be the Cal Spring game. Jake Spavadol and that garbage offense. Can't believe they hired him. I won't waste my time watching another spring game, let alone for a coach who No, loves- dude. I yeah. barely I barely like watching our spring game, to be Truthfully, honest. Like, yeah, like it's like just like candy, basically. If you, you, you have too much of all that stuff preseason, it's not good for you. More football is never a bad thing. However, Cal is not even like a very good Pac-12 team. Also, where did you watch it? Because where, where was his streaming? Like on 4chan? Like, because I don't think it was on TV. So where did you see that link? The dark web? Shout out I don't know. Man. Shout out to you, man. Hey, comply again. This is the last one on our YouTube. <laughs> but again, comply. Uh, he's talking Keep doing about, it, man. Keep commenting. talking about our New Mexico State quarterback, uh, Carson Kaiser. New Mexico mm-hmm. State quarterback is a preferred walk-on. Probably didn't have any better offers. I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't reached out to verify if so or no or not or whatever. But I don't know. There's a lot of commits that I'm you like, know, dang, this is almost too much to keep track of, and I don't really feel like it. Could you <laughs> could you imagine reaching out over DM? Because that's where you would have to reach out. You reach out over DM, and you go like, hey, was this the best offer you got, or do you have better options? I assume preferred walk-on, you go to like the, the place that it checks two boxes for you. A, of course, education, and B, nice area, San Marcos. Oh, I I, NIL money is not that's your goal NIL money is not play part. No, <laughs> See you no, no, at no, the no, bank. No. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think. I was going to say B, the babes, but I was going to go over all the atmosphere of Texas State. Okay, cool. And then I think we're going from our Twitter now to these are the next kind of group. And this goes basically like kind of spring game reactions. And then we finish with baseball. Basically is how I've stacked this, I think. It's also kind of chronological. (laughs) So get ready. All right. I'm locked in. Ready. People are finally investing. This is from our our guy on Twitter, at Hornsby Train, uh, reacting to the massive donation that the baseball and softball team got. Um, And then the second one that they got later. So, yeah, if you build it, they will come. Let me get a lot of money. If I is what I reacted with on Twitter. Uh, huge. So many donations lately. This is going to make a huge difference in the future. Yeah, I hope so. You know, inflation kind of hard to a million dollars now is not a million dollars. What it was, you know, let me ask you this as an <laughs> alumni, a proud alumni, by the way, uh, do you see these donations and go, maybe I don't need to send my 25 bucks in this month? Uh, absolutely. Have you done that? Uh, have you gotten like those emails, like getting updating your alumni profile? I have not done that, actually. Have you? I I did. I updated my alumni profile. However, I do not have the subscription um, to it. I This is my thought process. I didn't even know there was a Can you break that down for me? Well, so what you do is it's like you can give monthly donations, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Which I, you know, everybody else has subscribed to Disney Plus. I'm surprised subscribed to a TXST Plus, right? They just can do, well, I should say TXT subtract because it subtracts money out of my bank account. But like you sign up for the donation package and it can like go month by month. I, this is my thought process. I go, give me five years out of school before I start giving money. I'm three years now. In two years, I will be giving my money to Texas State, but five years, at least give me four, give me four years out. Before I'm like giving you money again, I would rather know? like buy uh, tickets, I guess, because that's another way to give back to the university slash specific department, you know. So or you just, just buy season tickets, or just give like one lump sum, I guess, during like step up for state. I donated to the Star last year, so. Uh, I give a lot of my time. I think my time is more valuable than my money at this point. 
The athletic again, director did tell us we're better alums for doing this specific show. That's so. true. I give my time to the youth, and uh, my time, there's no inflation there, baby. That's Money true. comes and goes. Time is forever. So that's how I justify being a cheapskate. We got mentioned in this. This is from uh, redshirtsports.xyz. It's kind of like this guy that's doing independent sports journalism. But he says uh, he kind of like broke down uh, Texas State's history at NFL stadiums. So it's kind of sick. Uh, this is like right after the Sam Houston game got announced. So every single time that Texas State has played in uh, NFL type stadium, he broke it down in this article. Which how did we, like how a did we do? Time waster. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think very well. I wouldn't assume so. First of all, we can't even play in our stadium. Defeating UCF. He doesn't have like just one stat line, so he just kind of goes through like flashback, flashback to 1973, Texas State, Southwest Texas State's taking on Eastern Illinois Tech at a Jerry World 1.0. <laughs> the yeah. you know what they should have? They should have a directional school bowl because like the schools that have like directional northeast, southwest, you know whatever have the best two teams that are directional schools play each other that's what they should do but they don't and they're they're wasting time they're wasting money there this is from last week's episode from our guy adrian garza uh most teams carry one to two preferred walk-on quarterbacks if they would have gotten the ucf quarterback transfer uh that would have been a ship depth is always needed when we plan to run quarterback as part of the offense it's kind of just a string of thoughts adrian but uh i agree I don't know what any of these guys, I, I think our scholarship number is like north of 85, like 86 or something like that. But I don't know. There's so many like, boop, 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 boop. and then just because you commit anywhere, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to go there. We had two uh, in the national signing day class that dropped right before. And then everybody was just kind of like sweeping under the rug. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't Under-ness. trust anybody until the ink dries basically. Or until they're in a Bobcat uniform. Yeah, like that guy's not a Bobcat yet just because he visited the school and said he was going to come here on Twitter with a graphic. Well, come on. Think about how many high school kids come to Texas State. They go, oh, I'm totally going to go here. And then they're here for two weeks. They don't go to any classes. Then they leave, right? Like, I mean, you're not really a Bobcat until you – you're not really a Bobcat until you suffer through one finals or until you've lived through a tsunami. One One torrential downpour. Yeah, I think that's the Sam Sam Marcus tsunamis. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) What was your welcome to Texas State moment? Uh, the first week that we moved into the dorms, I lived in tower and it poured rain that weekend and I soaked my shoes and I had to actually go to the outlets and buy new shoes because my other shoes were so wet. I couldn't wear them the first day of school. A lot of, a lot of walking. I remember being at Harris dining hall and this is when I realized that I had free will as an adult now. (laughs) This is a big like moment for Jacob. Like the frontal lobe is barely starting to come around and connect for me i was like i guess i was 18 uh, or 19 18 yeah i turned 18 and you look 14 yeah i looked i looked 14 is the point this is about jacob 20 pounds ago (laughs) shout out mason harrell (laughs) but anyway i'm at the harris dining hall and i'm with this guy and his girlfriend and like a bigger group like 10 people but i keep going up to get some plates at harris dining hall but face style baby and so I keep coming back soon enough. It's just us three. And the guy's like, can you get out of here? And I'm like, oh, I thought we were all friends. Like, this is like the freshman group, you know, like we were. All right. Fuck you, man. And I just left. 
So you being a third wheel was your welcome to college moment? Yeah, I was like, damn, I got a fighting depression. <laughs> that that's something. I'm glad we glad we got that off our chest. This, is from, a, this is from a relatively new follower. Uh, you know, as you all know, this episode was inspired by our viewers because we could have just done a normal squaring, but I was like, ah, we haven't done a mailbag in like a month and a half. Why not? So I put it up to the viewers and we got 18 votes in mailbag one. Uh, Dutch Chattahoochee. Two comments here. Do you think there is an actual rivalry between UTSA and Texas State or are UTSA students just making it up? Yes. As my entire life, there's been a little bit of a rivalry there with uh, basketball, especially. I saw a bunch of UTSA Texas State basketball games. Um, but yeah, it's a it's 100% a rivalry. Are you kidding me? It's not a rivalry, really, because they keep kicking our ass in like football, but everything else, it's a rivalry. Yeah. I remember when the, we used to play them very routinely in basketball, I think. I guess we played them once this year, but we used to do like a home and home. I feel like 2016 era. Anyway, that was, I think those games got very physical. They also had like one of the better scores in the country too. One of the years that they played us, he just diced us up, beat us at the half. Um, yeah. And then he goes on to say, that'd be cool to discuss. I live in San Antonio. UTSA takes a lot of mess or talks a lot of mess here. I don't really pay attention to them. I wonder why UTSA hates Texas state so much. You know, it's. I think one thing is probably proximity. You know, you have two schools that basically are vying for the same student body, and then you get indoctrinated. You know, your freshman year, and you're just like, I bleed maroon and gold now. You know. Yeah, but what's nice about Texas State, and you know, we said this a billion times, they have essentially made it impossible for it to become a commuter school because they got rid of all the parking, so you really can't commute. You have to live in San Marcos or like on campus. Whereas UTSA has built a ton of parking lots, so they have really leaned into being a commuter school. That's why I, I that's the biggest difference I, I see between Texas State and uh, UTSA. When I went to UTSA, I thought I made a wrong turn. And I ended up at La Cantera Mall because they're so close. You're just on like yeah. that side of San Antonio. And they all just look the same. Like it's all just beige buildings. And I was like, oh, my God. So it's Fun. relatively speaking, it's kind of like A&M. Like, you know, A&M is just a sea of beige. Yeah, don't compare A&M and UTSA. I'm but saying Jesse, whoever did their architecture is probably fans of each other. You know? Oh, 100%. They like that Spanish mission look. Um, yeah, Jesse, my brother, went it to holds UTSA. holds up better in the sun, maybe maybe went to utsa he would park at la cantera and uh walk across the street to go to utsa because the parking was free over there so he would either take the bus or he'd just walk over this is from our guy not the athletic director but donnie c the parody account for our athletics director in summer 2007 what are little zimmy and jacob doing summer 2007 right. how how old were we all right so i was 10 years old in the summer of 2007 i turned 10 in august of 07 so I was trying to think about this. What was I doing when I was 10 years old? And I really do believe it was, I, I really, and this is true. During the evenings, it was a, like a all-star practices for like Little League Baseball. I did that all summer long. During the day, it's a billion degrees outside. So I was either hanging out inside watching SpongeBob probably, or playing with my brothers, or doing manual labor with my, my dad asking us to pick rocks outside. One of those three things. So that was probably what I was doing. A lot of baseball. Pretty sure I was still in the valley, uh, but a different part of the valley. I lived in Edinburgh, and ooh, ooh, uh, ooh, Edinburgh. That's a place. The home of Grupo Frontera, man. Me queda un por ciento y lo usaré solo para decirte lo mucho que lo siento. Yeah, roll that. It's the band that has that song with uh, Bad Bunny. 
Yeah. I don't really know. Jacob, Edinburgh little Jacob was not like uh uh getting groomed to be a, a pitcher like Zimmel. I had free will. I played soccer growing up. Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> but that doesn't play in it's like mostly late summer, I guess. Maybe. It's know. gotta be that's a that's a September October. McAllen Youth Soccer Association. <laughs> You can't you can't play soccer in the valley during the summer, especially when you're like little, because it's so freaking hot. hot. It's yeah. so hot. I remember like, it being during. The I spring. remember I played, I played baseball during the summer. This is when I was in high school, um, and I was as close to the color of your forearms as possible for me to get. It was I. It was so tan because I was out playing every single day. It was so, it was crazy. Now, granted, I'm probably going to end up having to have like some sort of radiation later in life from all that sun damage. But for the time, I looked really good. I look real tan. Real the tan. farmer's tan was awful, but yeah. Nice. Uh, D- Donnie, had, Donnie had another one for you too. He said, by the way, I'm up to 130 followers now, Zimmy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of I don't remember where we got this beef from, but he does have 130, which is very cool. That when he gets to like 300 followers, we'll take another one of his questions. But I really liked his FMK. That one was funny. Well, that was two, that was one where actually. I was. Oh, he had two. Mm-hmm. I only saw one. Yeah, no, he had two. The first one was the FMK you were talking about: Scarlet Witch, Wonder Woman, and Paul Rudd. Yep, <laughs> sounds good. Yep, you quoted already. What did you say? <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Zimmel quoted it with, I'm going to jump on this one. Paul Rudd, it's been nice knowing you. Wonder Woman, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Scarlet Witch, I can fix her and give her what she wants. <laughs> That's a good one. And then he gave us a I'm telling you, dude. He gave us a serious question. This is how we start to, uh, I guess, at the end of spring, you know, we're starting to talk about summer, what they could have, should have, would have. Um, on a scale of one to is it September 2nd yet, how ready are you to start the football season? 8.5. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I do want a run to Omaha. And a very wise man once told me, don't wish your life away. And I want to really focus on Texas State because Texas State baseball, because I think that if they don't, if they don't do something in the Sunbelt tournament, we'll put it this way. If we don't do something in the Sunbelt tournament, I'm looking at it as a disappointment. So I'm already feeling kind of that anxious, like, are they going to do something? Are they not going to do something? What, like, what could be, what, you know, what, what are we expecting here? That's kind of where I'm at with it. I get you. They're on their way to the baseball team, at least, is on their way to ULM right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I got to see part of that Georgia State series. By the way, I wish I had just gone to that Saturday or Sunday game when they recognized everybody. Everybody went to that Saturday game. I was at the Friday night game like a real fan. See them come back and beat Georgia State. That was awesome. It was a great game to watch. I was with uh, Jason and Tristan. I like giving myself just one game to go as a fan, you know? Good to let off some steam. What do you do as a fan? What's the difference between being a fan and being a journalist? I don't know because I can't. I went in literally with my entire setup ready to report, and then I was like, just started chugging beers, and I was like, oh, oh okay. So the alcohol consumption, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I try to be a little bit more buttoned up. I try to do a little bit less cheering when I'm like, you know, doing like reporting stuff, whether it be live tweeting or just keeping stats or whatever. I try not to be like very vocal. Today I went as a fan. I had no like no regard. 
I was jumping up and down. I was saying, get down. I was out here doing like, he's safe, arguing with the officials. Like, that's that's a strike. I was doing it all. I had a great, great time. That's what letting off steam really is. You know, when you actually are like a buttoned up journalist, like yours truly. Uh, Well, I wouldn't say that this podcast lends itself for us to be buttoned up. You know, we kind of go back and forth with some people. and You got your armpits out in like the wild. So, yeah, I would not say buttoned up. <laughs> I'm not getting out free content though, so mm, gotcha. I guess this is free if you sit through that ad. But not yeah. gonna do the armpit picks. No, I get it. I yet. understand. I don't need a screenshot like that to exist on the internet. Um, this one is from uh, not like Atlas, uh, but he's an LSU student and booster, and he had like a he's reacting to this spreadsheet online, uh, showing like the predictions for like the different regionals and he they have us going into the LSU regional right now so it'd be LSU as a one seed us as a two seed UTSA and Alabama according to this random guy on the internet's bracketology that's a and good this, that's a good region man yeah no that's insane but the LSU guy he's a student and a booster he said well, does the yeah, same thing yeah exactly he said one team I don't want to play Texas State Okay, now let me ask you. Yes, they did is lose that... to Louisiana Lafayette this year. The LSU is... Tigers. Yeah, is is that a dig at Alabama and not a big upping on Texas State? Well, Alabama's kind of going through a lot right now. <laughs> they got their coach betting against them to lose. I understand. I... So if they play in that same tournament, which they would according to that regional set, there's going to be some bad blood. Yeah, it sounds like the bad blood region, honestly. LSU and Alabama and then us and UTSA. Seems like the bad blood region. Would that be on the SEC network, I guess, right? Hashtag Eras Tour. Hashtag Eras Tour. If you think I'm not going to put a bad blood bite in there, you're wrong. You should. I'm going to. Oh, 100%. This is also another kind of fun belt related one. Uh, Fun belt sports has this beer drinking power rankings at sunbelt underscore sports texas state number one boom (laughs) (laughs) but all these cajun fans were like texas state can't drink with us brother have you been to the square brother have you been to a texas state baseball game have you been to the bud light 10 at the texas state games man i i went to Alabama or not Alabama, A and M and Texas State. This was had to be 2019. It was a baseball game, mm-hmm. so you had alumni from A and M. You had alumni, so it was a big, it was a big game. It was not was, bigger than the UT. in San Marcos. Yes, that was. It wasn't bigger than the UT game, but it was probably the second biggest game of the season when it came to like attendance. That place was packed. That place was full. That place was drunk. That place was insane, and the amount of the amount of A and M fans can drink is is all already very like historic very recognized texas state fans we saw that we say real recognize real respect we're gonna double fist it and i remember i was sitting between two people it was a guy his girlfriend who didn't want to be there and her friend who's kind of like a third wheel who i could kind of smell was trying to break him up by the fourth inning all those people were like sloshing beers they're like can you are you with us? No, I'm not with you guys. I don't know you, but like, it's been fun. You know, I had to actually move. I sat 
those were Texas State fans. I had to get up and I had to move because they were so crazy. And I sat next to some A&M fans who were like, oh, these Texas State fans kind of drunk, huh? I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. It is. It's crazy. I think uh, Texas State fans handle their liquor better than most fan bases. You know, we've been there. We've been nursing these beers for a while. Here's the thing. I you don't want to generalize when you talk about alcoholism, but I do think that Texas State fans are a happy type of drunk. Yes. And I think AM fans are an angry drunk. And I think Cajun fans are the type of drunk to take the keys. You know what I mean? If we like put them in those orders, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Shout out to the people who make graphs online and don't do podcasts. <laughs> Because that's Shout probably way harder, and uh, you get a lot more vitriol like that online. Graphs are yeah. harder than podcasts. Because well, we're, we're marketing to our own fans, so people are like, "Oh man!" Like, let me tell you, other people online guy. go, "No, I can drink better than you can." Oh uh, yeah, freaking Homer Simpson. Look, I there's one guy. It's something boomer that makes those like lists that are just off the freaking wall. It's like top fifty, whatever. Just no research, just let's throw some names against the board type shit. That is impressive. That to me is more impressive than any other real graph. It's like, yeah, okay, maybe a Wall Street broker can make me a graph of like, you know, APR interest rates. What this guy does, just randomly select bars and say top 50 bars in America. Shout out to him, bro. Shout out to him. That's incredible. I'm kind of over, I guess, like the bar stool, like best bar thing in like Sam it Marcos only took six on, years on Sam Marco's Twitter because it's like it's just like for two weeks this is like all you see is like no this bar no this bar no. I don't know it's just like we get it you know or like defending the square it's like I already know it's better than all these other places I don't really care to argue about this point online I turned into a square had, fan account when did when was the last time that you argued with somebody you or uh Austin over Sam Marcus when it comes to the bar scenes. That's not even, that's not even close. Like, but, but you've had those arguments before, though, haven't you? Yeah, probably about two weeks ago. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. I had to defend. I you know I haven't been there for what two years, three years now. Um, but I had to defend it recently to one of our other friends about like, hey, I understand Rainy Street's nice, but like, do not do not get it confused. The Square has everything you want. You want a dive bar? It's there. You want a restaurant? It's there. You want a club? It's there. Everything that you want is on the square. like, And it's all relatively easy. The only thing they could do, again, a little bit better parking. But besides that, you're fine. Honestly, Uber, you're set. Yeah, don't drive there. Just get an Uber and go to the square, have a good time, get another Uber back. Yes. Or taxis. I've seen a lot of taxis recently. I don't know why. I didn't know taxis were still a thing. But Well, you know, taxis. Whatever you're doing, get a safe drive home. Yeah, for sure. This is a, This podcast endorses... Safe drives home. Yes. Go to the ULL podcast for the uh, risk your life. Shout out Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Uh, yep. <laughs> free plug. Hashtag uh, Eras Tour. This was a mailbag question from you. You got this directly sent to your DMs. What do you think baseball has to do to secure an at-large bid for regionals? I'm thinking a series win against UL and a sweep against Monroe. Sweep against Monroe would be nice. But they're on the road for like two weeks, basically. <laughs> sweep you know. against ULM would be nice. Um, I do think beating UL is important. I forgot that they go to Fort Worth again in the middle of all that. So they have three games in yes. Louisiana. Well, I 
I will, you know, shamelessly plug my other podcast here, the Hypnotoad podcast, where I talked about TCU and Texas State. And I said that if you're a Horn Frog fan, you do not want to see the Bobcats because Texas State is a pretty good team. Um, that game is in San Marcos, though. So that should be a. No, that a one's relative... in Fort Worth. Is it? In... So we beat... already played the one in San Marcos, and that, gotcha. that was their first ranked win of the year. Right. Thanks for watching. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Thanks All my point is for Hypnotoad and for your and for this. My, my point is is that TCU fans need to be nervous about Texas State. Our boy, Big Tuna, Steve Trout, is a TCU one frog. So I think it feels good to win. Also, kind of sad. Like he's gonna go back to his alma mater and have to beat him again. I, mean, I think you're sad. You're beating your alma mater. I would feel sad if I had to beat Texas State at anything. Ooh, I don't know, man. If Jeff Trailer. Texas State fans, cover your ears. Jeff Trailer, if you want to call me, if you want to call me and make me your quarterback coach or your pitching coach, I will promise you when we beat Texas State, it's going to be salt in the wound over there, baby. I would love. I am all about it. I'm all about it. Oh, I've been I've been working on this uh, this turn of phrase: salt, tequila, and lime in the wound. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I when I go to a family reunion, I'm not thinking to myself, I hope we all have fun. I'm thinking to myself, I hope I kick these people's ass. And that's what it'd be like going. I think that's what it'd be like going what, back to your alma mater. What, what are you doing at the family reunion? Playing cornhole or? Oh, you... yeah. Cornhole. We got those like the golf thing, you know, horseshoes. I've never had a family reunion. Wash. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that mean? That's tough. I don't know what to tell you. That's a rough one. Uh, what do you mean? I don't know. What do you mean you don't have a family reunion? Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna Tom Brennerman myself here. So <laughs> I think I got some people on the other side that never made it over. So you know, we don't even know those people. No, it's tough. It's tough. All right, cool. Those are basically all of our comments I wanted to roll through. And now I want to break down this week in Texas State news. But first, Andrew Zimmel has an interesting story about. Cat <laughs> Osterman and her new baby. So, okay, we saw this online. I follow Cat Osterman on social media. I think everybody should. If you're looking to buy a home, I think she's somebody that you should be looking at too. Here's the deal. So her new baby shares this her first name. And this is, you know, we, have we confirmed this? I don't think so. This is what we're going off of her Instagram post. The first name of her new child is the middle name of Randy Rupp. Now, why is this so important? Well, it's because Cat coached Randy Rupp, one of the greatest softball pitchers in Texas State history, one of the best athletes in Texas State history. And I think it's really cool that, like, there is not only this, like, connection now, but, like, almost a familiar, like, connection here. You know what I mean? Like, there's a, a like, almost a family bond. Like, you know, what's the middle? It's the, it's Ray, right? It's Randy Ray Rupp is the R-E- middle name. Is- R-A-E, yeah. R-A-E, yeah. So Ray Rupp, and now it's Ray Osterman. So, or I guess it's not Osterman. I guess it's, they might have the the what is it, Asher? Ray Skywalker, Osterman, Asher. Who are you? I'm Ray. Ray Skywalker. Something like that. Yeah, but shout out, shout out to that because I thought it was a really cool story that they you know that is a really got cool the name. Story. I was I was so hyped up when you sent me that picture. I also used you just now to kind of organize myself to break down the Texas State news. Uh, Richard West, Texas State starting right tackle in 2022, signed a free agent deal with the New Orleans Breakers of the USFL. 
the USFL is a league that has not played a single game yet. And the XFL is now the league that has a completed season under their belt, getting ready to play their championship uh, game this week, Saturday in San Antonio. So I don't know. Dude, what what league you. do you think is really going to survive? I don't know. Uh... I want USFL to survive just because yeah. I like the name more. Um, but XFL, here's my question. You're a San Antonio guy now. You're much more San Antonio than I am. San Antonio. Do people care? Are people checked in on XFL football in San Antonio? Because they, for the longest time. They dropped time, the home opener, and I saw a bunch of Fire Hines Ward tweets. So I think they're not bought in either way. San Antonio likes winners. Nobody cared about UTSA until they started winning games. That's true. Touche. That makes sense. And then the Spurs, the Spurs, everybody's checked out right now because it's Tank City, baby. Mm, I get that. I understand that. I just think that, remember a couple years ago, well, it's more, it's almost 15 years ago now, Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans and they played their games in the, or the Alamo Dome. And people were saying, hey, let's try to keep them here. Shut the gates. Make sure they can't leave. You know what I mean? Like San Antonio really wanted pro football. And the case has always been well it's not really a pro city it's like a spurs city but everything else kind of hit or miss so they have their shot here with the pro team and you know it doesn't really look like anything's happening right like it just doesn't feel like it's kind of taking hold it's fine i mean i don't know what their attendance has been but it's like fine it's like who cares have you watched any games it's just like another thing to do in san antonio i haven't seen a game but tickets are 10 bucks so you could if you wanted to the, that's the other thing. They're playing in the I Alamo went to an arena football yes. game. The Alamo Dome is oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where no, the Spurs broke the single game attendance record this year also. Had like 65,000 yes. fans there. So it's possible. To but, put people in that stadium? Yeah. But you also remember, what team was the team that they were playing? They're playing defending world champions. So like, I, my point is. I did is boo that, a, a child that day too with his father walking down. Oh, Golden State. I, I, the Zimmel in you is strong. Yeah. Um, look, I just, I just say to myself that UTSA, they have to kind of close off a section of that stadium because it's too big for them. XFL games, they're 10 bucks a ticket. You know, like, is it, is it a real league? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I you know, know, that's my point. Point is yeah. kind of just like shrug, shrug the shoulder. It's the names for me of all these teams. It's just like all these lame names and lame no logos. They just like rockified it. You know, every time Dwayne Johnson gets behind anything, it just gets cornier by the day. And that's kind of what this league has been. It's fine. I like as long as the product is successful enough so to maintain TV contracts and stuff. Ultimately, that's a win for everybody because we're going to have uh, our boy Savion Patton on in the next week from the Orlando Guardians or whatever they are. The team in Orlando that absolutely whooped the Brahmas when they played. Uh, yeah. What's the San Antonio? It's the Renegades, right? San Antonio Brahmas. Arlington uh, Renegades, who are in the championship game, and the D.C. Defenders playing Saturday at the Alamo Dome. So why does the Alamo Dome get this? Why is the Alamo Brahmas Dome? Brahmas had uh, five Brahmas make the all-star XFL team. Look at all this sports knowledge just in the back of my head for San Antonio. So wait, so they got the they got the they got the championship game because they have five guys go to the All Star game. According to Dwayne the Rock Johnson, the star of Ballers, <laughs> from Ballers fame. Yeah, big ball of Ballers fame. Uh, but it was because San Antonio and Texas as a whole is a big 
of football. You know, that's why there's three Texas teams, San Antonio, Houston, and Arlington with the Renegades. I think if we create the right story and the right team, I think the city is really going to be hungry and passionate for it. To see almost, I think, 20,000 people here tonight, it's very special. So, okay. I don't know. I think they just wanted, let's just do football on a budget. <laughs> let's, just, like, let's just football. Can we just football? Can, can we, we just, just football, football, everybody? Can yeah. we just football? Yeah. Shout out to Dwayne, man. He and I, we're going to be brothers soon. Do you know that? Dwayne The Rock Johnson and you? Mm-hmm. How we have that? a, there's a fraternity. For those of you that don't know, there's a fraternity of men who are bald. And it's a secret organization. And we, we're all brothers. So me and him, I'm working on it. I'm like a like a almost sounds like a stepchild at this point for Dwayne Johnson. Me You're and pledging him. that for that's a relationship. I am every day. My hair follicles they uh they take the dive. This week in Texas State sports, softballs preparing to open up against Troy. Uh, they're playing in the quarterfinal round, so they get a first round bye. Um, yeah, they're coming in as a fifth seed to the tournament. Again, another team that's like if we don't make noise in the tournament kind of who cares about the rest of the season <laughs> because you need to go into the post play this team's too good it's got too much talent on the team to not do anything in the is playoffs it, is it wrong for us to say that because coach she was not super i don't think she was super thrilled by our well if you don't like do anything in the postseason like does the season matter she was like yes it does well they're a fifth which seed. i get. They didn't win that initial ring either they don't get to hang a banner either way this team yeah so the well, only way that you hang a banner is you win your conference yeah correct uh, what are the odds they're going to hang a banner? What do you think? The odds? Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I think everything everything being equal, I, uh, I'm the gonna... bats being at the right time because that's what's happened to this team is they either the pitching's been very good or the bats have been very hot and never really have those two axes met, you know? I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think the pitching will be fine. I think it will be the hitting that is our problem. That, that's my take. This week in Texas State Sports, men's golf accepts postseason invite to the National Golf Invitational. That's cool. Um, they also had kind of like a run in the Sunbelt Golf Tournament. I don't know if anybody was watching. That kind of crept up on me. But I was like, oh, my God, we might have to start covering golf right now. And then that kind of tapered off. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, they had a good, had a good what, two rounds? And then it was like, all right. I think you play nine or you play six or something your first day, whatever, and then kind of break off into whoever's playing best in the scramble. You go first, you know. So, So, yeah, that's a good time to. This is a good time to plug the argument that we've been having for what two weeks now. That I can roll out of bed and outdrive you. Sure, let's go there. (laughs) No, I just I, I want to put that on the record. So now you have video confirmation audio confirmation of Andrew Zimmel saying that if you give me a month, I'm going to be able to outdrive. I'm going to say the majority of people who take this super seriously for one and two today, I would be able to outdrive Jacob. There's no way. First of all, I know how to play golf. I love playing golf and you can hit it. You give me a club in my hand. It doesn't matter what I'll hit it. 200 plus. Okay. Give me a putter. <laughs> Maybe not. It's not built to do that. I'll break a putter. Uh, happy uh, graduation. This is commencement week for the Bobcats. And we'll, 59 student athletes are walking the stage. Let me ask you, does that hurt your... What? Congratulations to them. Does it hurt your soul as somebody that like lost like this part of the year? Like I'll tell you, every March, I get this little sadness in me. It creeps up to me. And then like all the way till now, I it's been building. 
and I don't know why. And it's because I've built in draw or trauma from COVID. Yeah, now, man. That you, now that you mention it, yes, but yeah. I I think uh, I was able to go back and do the whole deal. You jumped in the river with me and Danny. You didn't walk though. Is there a reason you didn't walk? Uh, you wanna you want the the political answer? No, I want both. I want I want the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Andrew. All right, here's here's really the deal. I never really wanted to walk. I thought that it was always kind of like who like who is this for? It's for the parents and I. My parents, I didn't think that they would care all that much. Um, like if I walked or not. My mom has a master's degree. My dad has always cared. I feel a little bit more about athletics than he did about academics. He cared more about like what my post-college career was going to look like than like the college career, right? I didn't really care all that much about walking in the first place. However, I thought, you know, it would be fun to walk with my friends. The other thing is like, I thought I was not going to be around. I like, It might've been wishful thinking to be in you know, hindsight. I was hoping I wasn't going to be around. I was hoping that I'd already have a job and go somewhere else and be somewhere else. And then like, hey, I signed up for graduation to walk and I can't do it. In hindsight, what I should have done, signed up to walk. And then if I wasn't going to be there, just tell them, hey, I wasn't going to be there, and then not walked um, instead of not signing up at all. So hindsight 2020, I should have. Also, I was really fat. I gained a lot of weight during COVID. Um, so it was like, who am I really doing? You know what I mean? So, But you're in a big it's, robe. It's, who cares? Huh? But you're in a big robe. Who cares? You know? Ah, and you know, because everybody jumps in the river. Some people don't even do up anything. They just wear their swim trunks, put a robe on, call it a day. There was a photo I took with one of my friends when he jumped, Brandon Snow, you know him. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a breezy day, and the breeze got underneath my shirt, and it made me look like uh, Puffy, it made me look like uh, the comedian. And I was like, I'm, I'm good. Ever since pretty much that moment, I was like, ah, I don't think, I don't think I need to be putting myself in these type of situations. Well, I remember, I, know. I remember I know being like, in high school. And kids going like, man, fuck graduation. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to walk. And I'm high like, graduation. Yeah, that's the most privileged shit ever to say, because like some people don't even get a high school diploma. You know, you, you kind of do something else or you, maybe you don't finish or there's some circumstances that surround that. And you end up having to get your post, you know, your GED or something. Or then like for others in high school, like sometimes that's all you get, you know, like you maybe not going to college or you're not going, you're going to trade school, you're going to some other place that doesn't have that. Like, you know, so saying that like that is like crazy. So for me, it was like no brainer. I'm going to walk regardless of whatever. Um, This is a big deal, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I I understand that. Like now as a 25 year old, I get that as a 23 year old, 22 year old. I'm like, eh, you know. Yeah. Do I regret it? Is that the question? Yeah, would you go back? You know, all things being equal, I don't think it was like that. I, I don't miss it that much Um, for me to be like, let's get the time machine. We get the time machine. You get to go back and do one thing. This would not be that one thing. Put it that way. It was really special to me. I liked it. I got to do it with two with our one of our best friends, Danny. So yeah. Shout out, Danny. Um, Texas State is also doing a new tradition. I don't know if you saw this online. The I'm coins. Like, the coin. Yeah, a challenge What's the coin. deal with that? Have you ever heard of the tradition of the challenge coin? You know, it's usually like military or police units. They like exchange like challenge coins. Yeah. Okay. For those guys. And Kelly has a whole, Kelly has a whole video online that explains it. I'm going to play it right now. Hey, Bobcats. I'm excited to announce Texas State's newest tradition, the challenge coin. Beginning with the spring 2023 graduating class, graduates who participate in commencement ceremonies will receive a coin just like this. This tradition originated for military leaders to recognize service and bravery, and over time, more and more civilians and institutions have adopted this tradition. 
and I've enjoyed exchanging coins just like this throughout my career with faculty, staff, and students at the universities I've served at. This symbol is meant to remind you of your time at Texas State University, the memories you've made, the relationships you've created, and the victories you experienced along the way. I hope that every time you look at it, it reminds you that you're still a part of the Texas State community now and always, and no challenge is too great for you to overcome. Once a Bobcat, always a Bobcat. Congratulations, graduates. State's up. Thank you, Kelly. Dog, what the fuck? What are we doing? I like it. I like it. First off, can I get one? Yeah, I would. If they gave me one, I would not. I wouldn't have a problem with it. I wouldn't have a problem. No, I like honestly. You want a really fuck? You want a really hot take? I like the coins more than I like the rings. I think the rings. They've effeminated the rings. I don't think the rings look as good as they should. And that's why I got. I designed my own ring. Well, this is the difference between you and me. Is you got a ring, but you made your own, not the class wing, the like the Balfour original one. You like made your own. In the yep. style of uncut gems, kind of, right? Yeah, the uh well, the Knicks championship ring from seventy-three. And I, I walked the stage and everything, but I do not have a ring on me. I'll tell you what, I get more compliments on my ring than probably anything else that I do. And I'm I'm not saying that I'm like the best person ever for like podcasting or radio. I'm not putting that out there. I've had more people come up to me and ask to see the ring, to ask what's it for people coming up to me being like, where did I win it? You know, it is the, the people who've come up to talk to me about it. I, I have never met anybody with a Texas state ring that they bought from the school that has had this many people come up and talk about it. So I think I made the right decision with designing my own ring. Do I wish that I had the challenge coin? Yeah. Cause I could have made it out of that. You know, wouldn't that be cool? That would melt be the make the challenge melt the challenge ring down, yeah, but whatever, you know, maybe that'll happen. Maybe that'll happen one day. Kelly, don't give me one of those challenge coins. Don't give me one of those challenge coins because I'll tell you what's gonna happen. We're making another ring, baby. I used to wear a a dime on a necklace that I drilled a hole in. It was like nineteen ninety seven on the dime. Mm. I used to wear that all the time. So I could see myself doing something similar to the challenge coin or something. With the challenge coin. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of cool. It's pretty big. It's beefy. It's a challenge coin. It's not just like a, you know, a little dime. So what do you, okay, so I we saw the video from Kelly. What would you do with it? Would you just put it on your dresser? Would you carry it with you? I guess carry it in like a breast pocket or something in a suit, maybe, you know? What do we do? I, uh, Jacob, I'll be honest. I what haven't worn a wallet, suit maybe? since I was confirmed. You don't wear a suit? No, I'm a TV journalist. That's why I probably... Oh yeah, no. I wear hoodies and jeans and shorts all the time. Baseball caps. I my profession. The only time I've ever had to dress up is get a job, and after that, it was like, all right, back to back to the drawing board. We turned the coins into a drinking game at Texas State. Mmm. Post grad drinking game. Those, mm. but you said those coins are big. What do you do with that? Yeah, you I mean, if you ears? imagine like a Coke can and like the underside of it, it's a big circle. It's probably yeah. just a little bit less than that big circle oh, underneath it. Well, you can't play quarters with that because it's too big. You could try. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think you should. You do a, um, a coin a Pac-Man ring dunk. <laughs> what if you did like a beer, like a beer pong, but with the with the coins? You're gonna shatter some glasses. That's speak solo cups. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I'm just trying to I'm just thinking, just thinking out loud here. We're brainstorming. We're brainstorming, spitballing. Um, what early stages of flip it? You could just flip a coin and heads. Everybody drinks, tails. Whoever else drinks, I don't know. That's a good one. Yeah. Game of chance. Left side of the room just get shit faced. Who knew that heads could show up six times in a row? Who would have guessed? Are, these are back at strands. So 
uh, like the commencement ceremonies. So yeah. it's like an easier, like when I graduated and then wanted to jump in the river, we had to walk from the stadium back to the river and across then across the parking lot across the parking did you, lot through did snow. You, uh, did you uh, reminisce about having to walk that distance when you were a freshman in college, having to walk from your dorm to the football game, go to the football game, walk back to your dorm. This is why I'm kind of glad that they just put tailgate on the other side. This is yeah. the biggest change in the world. It makes all the difference, honestly, for a better atmosphere at the game. And I don't know why you weren't doing it before, but you know, shout out to them for getting their heads out of their asses. It work. It works great. Yeah. I and, guess the track is behind them. If as long yeah. as there's no track stuff going on, I guess they could do stuff out there too. You know, uh, that would be, uh, they would, it's a good idea. I think that the first um, time somebody messed up something up, people would be pissed. Oh yeah. Uh, in the future, now this is like a year, two years in the future. I want to do a show from Tailgate. So put that in your brains, fans. That hopefully at some point we can have the 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 show squaring around from the Tailgate. Well, we're already pretty good uh, friends with the Scout Team Tailgaters, so maybe something in the works. You know, something in the works. We'll put it together. Well, on the same thread of commencement ceremonies, this is from our friends at the Cat's Corner podcast. Best things to do during graduation week? Weekend, I should say. To me, there's nothing better than the square during commencement weekend. It's crazy. It's better crazy. than parents weekend? Huh? Better than parents weekend? Parents weekend, the parents don't go squaring. On graduation weekend, the parents go squaring, man. There's a lot of parents at Chimmy's. There's a I, okay. Our parents a lot in the first place because Chimmy's is like a restaurant too, you know. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. I guess that there's makes a sense. lot all the time. It's like there's nothing special about seeing a mom at, or a dad at Chimmy's. But wait, do you have another thing for graduate? Uh, well, I'm just saying, if I saw a dad at Chimmy's, I wish the baseball team was playing this weekend at home. That would be a big draw for us. Bad bad scheduling. Come on, Don, oh. put it together. <laughs> well, that's not his fault. These schedules were made years in advance. Yeah, no, I get uh, it. Three years ago, yes, that's giving a hard time. Giving a hard time. No, it makes sense. I get it. I wish he played the Cajuns earlier in the. Uh, year. I, we gotta wrap up here. We gotta wrap up here soon, Jacob. But I do want to mention this. How many times are we gonna write the Dan Schumacher piece? I've seen that same article written seven times, and you got shouted out, and I all these universe. For what? Yeah, you got not in the damn Schumacher piece, oh. but you got shouted out like I mean, a bunch of these like star people leaving, right? No, I did. Like, like, journalism people leaving. I saw uh, Arthur's. I didn't see anybody else's. I, I get the Google updates. Okay, I have the Google alerts. Look, you gotta tell those guys the story has been done. Like it's the same story every year. He does. I love Dan. Dan is one of my closest like mentors. He was a good friend. Who is asking him to do this? He knows he's done this interview like seven times. Why don't you just run it back? <laughs> like You could just literally take the article that you wrote the year before and play it again, and it's the Who same story. It's going to be all chat GPT doing that. You know? We're going to get AI Dan to do the the stuff for everybody. Perfect pronunciation. I don't – I look, we'll make this quick because I know you, you love to dog on radio every chance you get. In the 1990s, early 2000s, radio stations started using automated voices where it was like, that was Michael Jackson. This is Elton John. But that people doesn't sound like that anymore. People hated it. No, here's the thing. Even with the AI, I'm convinced that it won't. It's not It's not going to make a dent. 
maybe you seen those those AI uh, Joe Rogan episodes where it's him having a co- uh, podcast with Steve Jobs. That sounds awful. It's the exact same. Doesn't even sound like a hiccup. That but okay. That sounds like a terrible. I don't know time. if we're at the point where we could make a AI podcast on our own, just start cranking those out <laughs> because we've only done more than thirty episodes at this point. Joe Rogan's done over a thousand. I'd be worried because I'd be worried I get canceled from what an AI said. That would always concern me as like somebody who's like making the content. Like, you know, like that AI said, what? I don't even think that. But hey, the AI thinks that I think it. So now, you know, I pulled it from your background. Exactly. I don't want that. I don't want that. Bad ideas. Uh, Coaches Nights with GJ Kenny got announced. So if you want them. Uh, he's going to be all over the place, San Antonio, Dallas, Houston, Austin, basically just hitting up all the donors and being like, Hey, here we go. Also, Zimmel for you, the, all the biggest schools in Texas, right. Are going to be at chicken and pickle at some time this summer to talk about their perspective program. Chicken and pickle has this massive location. So I guess that's why they do it. But the Texas X's were last week. So is UTSA. We're going to be there in June. A&M's there at some point. It's pretty crazy that that's just one meeting spot for all these teams in San Antonio. Uh, Jessica Mullins and Sarah Vanderford earned all all conference honors in softball, and the Bobcats right now for the track and field team are in Myrtle Beach at the Sunbelt Conference track and field outdoor national champ or not national championship tournament conference tournament. Yep, conference tournament. Yeah, so pretty cool. Lots of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Put a button on this, and you know, basically. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. Like, comment, subscribe. This and is a great episode. Week, yeah, maybe next month, I guess. Or maybe two months from now. We'll do another mailbag. Just Start sending those questions in now. Start sending them in because we put them in that big mailbag and then we unload them. Yeah. It's going around. See you next week on Republic of Football. Peace. What's up, everybody? Uh, before we go on this episode, I wanted to give the opportunity again to be joined by Alex Powell. Uh, the star of the original Square and uh, Square Talks that we did. Uh, okay. That's still like our main like streamed uh, show, I guess, on our main site. So uh, Alex is leaving the football team. Um, and so I just wanted to give him a chance to say goodbye, you know, whatever he wanted to say, basically, and just kind of talk to us t- again, too. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate you guys having me back on. You know, I I did want to give on at least one more before I left here. I did want that, so I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I just want to come on and say thank you. Thank you to the fans. Thank you to the staff. Thank you to the players. Thank you to everybody here at Texas State. It's a special school with special people in a special town. This place, this place really is awesome and it's tremendous. And I don't, you know, life it kind of has a different story for me. So you know, it's on to bigger, better, better things. But. Personally, I didn't. I don't really want to go, but hey, you know, it, it's it's a tremendous, tremendous town. The weather's awesome. There's so much to do. Austin's so close. San Antonio's so close. The school itself has so many people that are not only like great people, but just fantastic at what they do. You know, James Sherman, Connor Anderson, Chris Coots, Evan, uh, Evan King, Drew Sawyer. You know, these are just people that were Luis Mendoza, Andrew Johnson. You know, he's not here anymore, unfortunately, but I got to meet him. Uh, you know, this there's special, special people here. Um, and, and even though I'm leaving, I will always hold San Marcos and, and Texas state a little bit of my heart and I'll always be, be a Bobcat, you know, at the, at the end of the day. So I, 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 I failed out of college, you know, I don't really have a lot of attachment to my old school. Um, but I kind of like to think of Texas state as my alma mater a little bit. Like I really would rather root for this school than kind of the one I went to weirdly. I just love this place that much. 
All right, um, Alex. So I appreciate you saying that. On the count of three, we're both going to flip the bird at Jacob, okay? Because okay. Jacob is against people who are T-shirt fans. If you didn't grab, quick graduate really? from school, he doesn't like you. So on the count of three, we're flipping Jacob off. One, two, okay. three. Fuck you, Jacob. Fuck Jacob. Fuck for- you, Jacob. <laughs> there it I'm is. A fan of whatever I want. Yeah. Alex is a fan. Okay. I accept Alex as a Texas State Bobcat. Well, fan. Alex was a part of the team, so he is a Bobcat. So. Huh, in your uh-huh, yeah. yeah, look at him move the, really, look move really the goalpost. Man. He was employed by the school. Look at him move the goalpost. It's fine. I think – go on, sorry. Floor is yours. Oh, honestly, I was going to say, I think being a student here, would you would claim this place more than like, oh, I worked there. At least just like someone that works in college athletics. Like we just – you go college to college. That's just kind of how it is, you know. If you go to four years there, you met people – you know, grew as a person, you know, I, I think that four year thing, but coming from Iowa, like the big t-shirt thing is big because Iowa state's the easier school to get into, but I was the better school with the more fans. And so everyone is just like Hawkeye fans, but like, Oh, I went to Iowa state. And then they get the Iowa state fans get really mad at them for it. So I, I know completely where you're coming from with that. You know, that's, that's an everyday thing. Tough. Well, the, the work that you were doing too is insanely personal. Cause like, you know, I've got this one. Oh, sweet. Nice. Yeah. This is the roster from the spring game. But I, I always think you like the, the direct impact that you're having on the team too, you know? So it's, I appreciate it. I, I genuinely, when I was hired at Indiana state, the head coach there told me to leave this place better than I found it. And that's something that I really took to heart. I felt I did there. That's something I felt I did here. Texas state people, people didn't really know Texas state, man. And now at least I think on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, whatever you, you see the graphic, you know who it is, you know who the Bobcats are. You know, you might not know about how great of a school it is or who plays there or whatever, but you know of them, and that's a win at the end of the day. It's just people know Texas State. Um, and putting out that cool content is going to make them not just know them, but like them, you know, and be rooting for them, be excited for the next thing, you know. So I really felt like we created this brand in my time here that, that's going to last for a long time and and really not put Texas State on the map, but at least give it a little push, you know. Yeah. So- I did also get one of those spring game things, though. I had to ask – I, I offered to pay somebody. I was oh, like, okay. I made that. They didn't give me one. And she's oh, you like, want one? <laughs> it's folded, though. So No, I got one. I got one. Thank God. Oh, okay. yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you mine, Alex. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, thanks, Alex. I just wanted to say thank you on behalf of all Bobcats for what you did. And good luck to, you know, whatever you decide to do, whatever's best for you and your family and everything, you know? Yeah. Big hearts. Really. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys a lot. We, just, we were talking about before, you know, we're, we're boys now, you know? Yeah, it's, we're boys. You know? Yeah, I'm. I'll be an honorary host. I'll, I'll name myself. Just kidding. Just kidding. Dude, no, we, we come can bring on. you on to to rank other teams' uh, graphics and stuff now too. And give, me, <laughs> give me twenty minutes to rant about the Vikings every week. Give give me in general a twenty minute Vikings corner, and I'll do it. I could I could talk about the Vikings for hours. Some of those Vikings and Cowboys games, those got those borderline. I was gonna have to fight Zimmel in my own house, dude. I have a, a really good friend of mine's a Cowboys fan. It gets it gets it gets tough sometimes. Man. I get they beat us every time too. I get really mad about that. Not every time, Alex, because the one time that we beat them, I was at Jacob's house. <laughs> oh really? That's good. That's really well, this good. year they beat they got beat by a backup quarterback, so that was fun. We don't talk about it. <laughs> He'd start on the other thirty-one teams. I, I like how he's just taking the money that the Cowboys are giving him. That's good. Yeah, man. That is better, than, better than what Simone Biles' boyfriend has to do, you know? Oh, dude, yeah. Isn't he on the – who's he? Who Who's her boyfriend? He's with the Texans, yeah. He, he's like a DB, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's All a right. practice squad DB, right? Uh, yeah, I don't think he starts. 
And he's for sure not going to start now. Like, it drafted should... three guys in the first round, all defense. Yeah. If I were a head coach, I would offer their first child. Hey, a former NFL player here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, I'd offer their future child a scholarship immediately if I could, if, if I was a head coach. You know, three months old, here you go. You can you can come play. You know, it's smart marketing. Be, you know? Yeah, it's going to be good at I was working uh, in Corpus Christi last year and we had to cover they they sold one week. We were talking about only the Cowboys camp and the next week only the Houston Texans camp. And for uh, these are our talking points for the Texans. The first week they talked about Lovey Smith or whatever, whoever basically, is they don't have a lot of storylines to talk about in Houston. Yeah. The next week they talked about the battle red helmets. And then the third week they talked about Simone Biles or boyfriend. <laughs> Nice, like, horrible. Top three, the big three, yeah. Yeah, big three talking the, items for Houston last year. Those red helmets are ugly too, by the way. I'm not a fan at all. I think they have a really clean helmet. I don't know why we change it. Bring back the Oiler blue. Thanks. All right, cool. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks, Alex, yeah, again for joining us. Anytime, dude. Thanks for listening. New episodes out every Thursday. Follow the boys on Twitter. Eat them up. Eat them up. Eat em up.